Good morning, Mike Broomhead. Good morning, Jamie. How are you? I'm doing great this morning. Me too. We're a, over the halfway mark, at least I are. am this morning. I know. I'm, I'm getting there. I'll be halfway there in just a couple of hours. So, <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm going to suffer through again. I apologize for my voice. If you got to hear me sniffle, I apologize. My allergies are a mess right now. So um, immigration is where we're going to start today. 9.05, we speak to the interim Maricopa County Sheriff, Russ Skinner. We're going to talk about the job, how he might change it in the interim status. We're going to talk about the DOJ oversight that's still goes on, the sheer expense of that, and when that may come to a close. And while we're talking about that, a little bit later on in the show in the 9 o'clock hour, we are going to talk about a brand new poll that was commissioned, and it asked Phoenicians how they feel about the DOJ investigation in Phoenix. Some surprising results with the numbers of people, well over 50% of the people, uh, are just done with it. They want it over with already, and they're looking at the sheer expense and what's happening, and it is a big boost at least from the public, it looks as if and the people that want this over with and let's get on with making sure our police department is the best that it can be. They are a self-assessing, self-correcting agency. And let's get moving in that direction. So we'll get to that coming up. We start with the immigration um the immigration stuff. Immigration has surged to the top concerns for Americans. Now, it's interesting. I believe in 2020, it wasn't even the number one issue in Arizona. I might be wrong. It's always been near the top or it's been a top issue. But education was near the top. We know the economy is always there. But just to give you a little bit in the numbers, year over year, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, month over month, not year over year, month over month, in January of this year, immigration was at 20 percentage points, about the same as our concern for government as far as serious issues. It has surged to number one on the list at 28 um, percent. Government is next. Economy is follows that in general. Inflation is in there as well. Um, it's interesting where the government is in all of this. Um, and and so sort of, we'll maybe break that down later and talk about what that means. But the immigration issue is so big that we know tomorrow both the president and the former president, which would both seem to be the presumptive candidates for their, their party for president, will visit the border. But here are just a couple of things that you have to know. Rachel Campos Duffy from Fox and Friends was down in uh, Tucson, Arizona, at a place run by an organization, an NGO or a non-governmental organization called called Casa Elitis. And what it is, it's, an, it's a hotel. All the signage has been taken down. There is no signage on the outside. So she goes in asking to rent a room and she's thrown out. And they are, they're not happy that she's there. They refuse to answer any of her questions. So here's just a little bit of what uh, she said and what this interaction that happened here in Arizona seeing is basically an unmarked building. All signage is removed. That's the first sign you know that this is an NGO, a non-governmental organization, in this case, Casa Alitas, who is housing illegal immigrants. Let's go inside to see what happens. So that was the first part of this. And then when she goes inside, she asks to rent a room. Um, we're trying to rent a room. Oh, no, we don't rent room. Why is this a hotel? We don't, can you guys get off the property, please? Is this not a hotel? Can you please exit the property? It's private property. Whose private property? There's no, there's no name outside? Can you please have them exit the building? What's the problem? But is this where illegals are being housed with government funding? Can you please get off our property? All of you, please, or I'm gonna call the police. Please call them. Okay. So uh, the threat of calling the police, uh, it is uh, Casa Alitas is where this is. Listen, I'm a, I'm a humanitarian like other people are. We, we, we believe in the treating people humanely. But this is more about the 
a, a huge amount of money that is being spent. In New York City, you've got the mayor of New York, who is a, a very liberal mayor. And the reason why this matters is it is this has more than transcended party lines. You've got the very liberal mayor of New York calling for an end to their sanctuary city status because of what's happening with illegal immigration, over 200,000 migrants in that city. And there is a brand new story that's out that talks about, they say the New Yorkers are being fleeced because of they were inundated with people. There were no big contracts that were given in a hurry to try to house people and the huge amounts of money that it cost when there was a no bid contract that they just went to anybody that was capable and threw money at them to get this problem under control. And it still isn't. Denver, Colorado is laying off. They are putting, giving city workers zero hours and shifting that money from city employees to helping to house and keep migrants in that city. Here in the state of Arizona, under our current governor, 26,000 migrants have been relocated in a program under her administration. That is not a criticism. It's an observation to how bad this problem is. When you have uh, very liberal in some cases, but Democrat governors and mayors sounding like Republican governors and mayors on an issue, you know that this transcends politics, that it's become so serious. Now, the way they the way they construct the criticism of the president and the administration is going to be different than what the Republicans do. That's just the way it is. But they can't get around the criticism. Um, so I want you to hear a little more uh, from Rachel Campos Duffy, Fox and Friends, trying to get answers to this issue of she walks up to this hotel. All the signage has been removed and they're housing people there. And it's uh, why the big secret? That's the issue for me is why the big secret? So she's continuing to try to get answers. Hi, what is this? Um, you need to leave, please. But I need to know what it is. Oh, Casa Alitas. This is, Casa, this is an NGO paid for by government money. We're not going to answer any of your questions. Just, can you explain what you do here? No. Why, why is so much secrecy? You know, that's what the American people want to understand what's happening here. So I'll just wait with you here until you leave, but we won't be answering any questions. So that's it. And they threatened to call the police, and I don't know that they ever did. I don't think they want any attention drawn to this. So she attempts to ask someone else uh, uh, questions about what's going on. ¿Podemos hablar? Tú puedes hablar con nosotros si quieres. Yeah. No, no. Sorry, guys. Huh? You guys cannot come into is- our shelter. Yeah. To be seeing directions to a hotel, okay. aeropuerto. You can't be looking at our computers. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I will. We can honestly. So in New York City, I know I'm bouncing back and forth. That's Tucson, Arizona. That's here in our state. But these are federal tax dollars that are paying for this. I, and to kind of offset that, let me let me uh, talk about uh, maybe something else. And there are things that can be done simultaneously, but they don't seem to be. Here in the Valley, we are continuing to deal with the issue of homelessness. We have a large veteran homeless community, uh, CAST, the Central Arizona Shelter Services, uh, doing things specifically for homeless veterans as, as they help uh, homeless people across the Valley. We now know that there are reports of more tents being set up in what was formerly known as the zone. We have an ongoing issue with homelessness here in the state of Arizona and across the country. And we are spending millions and millions and millions of dollars servicing a problem that is solved or at least greatly diminished by a change in policy. 
So going back to the narrative from yesterday, the president of the United States on Thursday, and I, I'm not going to be here Friday, and I'm very upset that I'm not going to be here Friday. I'm going to be at the Right to Life March um, on Friday as the MC of the rally. And um, I'll talk more about that probably tomorrow. But this, it, this situation, the president is going to go to the border. And they're going to talk about politics while they politicize it. And it's not just from me, from a Republican point of view or a border state citizen. None of that. It is just as an American citizen. We all understand that the president has the ability. There is power of the presidency to the victor go the spoils. I've said it many times. The people he chooses for cabinet positions, the executive orders and things that the Constitution allows for the president of the United States to do things on his own without Congress. There are many things he has to use. Congress has to go through. Um, And so you watch him, you look how he pushes on student loan forgiveness. The courts have told him he can't do that. And yet he continues to do it because that's an issue that's very important to him. So how does he turn to the American people on Thursday, tomorrow, and say to the American people, and I guarantee you this is what he's going to say, is look at how bad this is. This is Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans' fault. We had a bill in Congress that probably could have passed if Donald Trump didn't interfere and stop that from passing so that he can use it for political reasons. And good luck selling that to the American people. I mean, there are some that are going to buy it because they're going to buy it. But the people you need to buy it, I don't think are going to. This is a frustration to the American people. Now you have an expose being done by a journalist that goes and finds one of these hotels. They take down the signage. They So it's basically blacked out. It looks like an abandoned property. And they are secretly, and why in the world is the federal government secretly doing this? I guarantee you if they ever have to make a statement on this, it's going to be about safety because they're worried about, you know, people on the far right uh, acting out violently, whatever it is, you're, they're never going to own up to the fact that the millions, probably, well, billions of dollars that are being spent on an issue that needs to be resolved. And finally, when it comes to this, what's so upsetting to me about this is more people are in favor of the wall than ever. We are here, people in America souring on the idea of legal immigration because it's all being convoluted and being called immigration. They're all called migrants. Nobody's called an illegal immigrant anymore. They're all migrants and people are fed up and it's ruining the immigration image of the United States. The legitimate people and the stories we should be telling and instead we are not. All right, coming up in a few moments, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the economy, and we're going to start with where are the best places in America to start a business. And I'll give you the criteria for this as well. It's coming up in just a couple of moments. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you spending some time with us today, 9.05. So coming up in about 30 minutes from right now, we are going to speak with the interim sheriff of Maricopa County. We're going to talk about the agency, the direction of the agency during his time as interim sheriff, the oversight by the DOJ, what's happening there, getting an update. And we'll talk about the Phoenix PD and possible oversight in the nine o'clock hour. But right now it's about the economy. I pulled this in a poll, New York Post columnist, um, 
uh, I was uh, talking about young professionals fleeing Democrat-run states. This isn't about the politics of Democrat-run states. This is about policy for me. Um, I mean, obviously, that uh, politics is a part of it, but it's the it's the reason why it's political. Texas ranks as the top state in the country for entrepreneurs who are looking to launch a new business in 2024, according to a new survey that's published this week. Uh, the, it's from findings from Simplify. It's an online publication that provides free guides for small business owners. Found that the state of Texas is the best to start a business thanks to a strong influx of educated workers, and no corporate income tax. Texas is one of the few states that does not collect any type of income tax, although it does levy a gross receipts tax. Florida ranked the second best. So here you have these low tax states. So you have a government that finds a way for that to collect what it needs to run their states. But at the same time, business friendly, where industry, where the job creators want to create jobs there. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, that That's the role of government. The states that decide that they are going to collect huge amounts of taxes. By the way, uh, the state of Louisiana is seen as the worst. I thought it was going to be California. California's in the top three as far as worst places. But a lot of it is an educated workforce and things in Louisiana. But when you look at the best places to start a business and you versus some of the other policies, and this is really what it is. And I'm not saying any of them are necessarily ill-intentioned, but let's go with California. California has about a $72 billion deficit. Now, it's a huge state. Let's start there. It's a huge state. But with that kind of a deficit, if you look at the amount of taxes they collect, and then with the taxes comes oppressive regulation, and they also are going to be doing the charity work. It is their job to take care of homelessness. It is their job to take care of the other things that ail society, where in other places where they're not collecting a lot of taxes, the problems get solved in different ways. The idea that, and there are people that believe it, I just don't subscribe to it. I'm not even necessarily right now being critical of it. I can just tell you why I disagree with it. Because I think a government entity is not the right place to solve a problem, many of the problems. Everyone should know their lane, and government has a place. But that's really the way I think the Founding Fathers saw it, was that government is necessary, and it has its place. Which is why the Constitution, when you look at it, when you read it, the Constitution limits the power of the federal government. It limits their powers. And it says any power not expressly given to the federal government is assumed to be the have you know the power to be given to the states, or the states have that power. That the idea that the federal government was going to be as big as it is, and as oppressive as it is, and as regulatory as it is, was never the intention. We should be a lot more concerned, and we should be a lot more celebratory of the people we elect to our state legislature and to run our government, our governor, because that those positions are really supposed to be the most powerful. But when you have a state whose mindset, whose voter base decides that we are going to run things through the government, meaning when there's an issue, the government's job is to fix it instead of it being the private sector. The the reason why we've had any success, in my opinion, in addressing homelessness in Arizona, it's because the city of Phoenix, I think, has done a good job in partnering with private industry, private entities in dealing with it. I will tell you, and I mean this very respectfully, as concerned as the people are in the city government, I would trust the opinions, the ideas, the plans, the programs of 
organizations like St. Vincent de Paul when it comes to addressing the issues of homelessness and keeping people from becoming homeless than I would a government program. I can guarantee you that the programs at St. Vincent de Paul are run much more efficiently. They're much more successful. And it's proven by the fact that the city of Phoenix in addressing homelessness partnered with St. Vincent de Paul. That isn't, and that's not a criticism of government. It's just not their role. There are people there that are very concerned. We have an office in the city of Phoenix that addresses homelessness, as do other cities across the valley and across the country for that matter. But understanding who the real experts are, if you want to know who the people are that are in the trenches of this issue, poverty and homelessness and hunger, it's those organizations. I talk about St. Mary's Food Bank because I have a deep relationship with them. Their investment in the community and their knowledge of the need makes them the experts. Why are we not leaning on the expertise of the private organizations who focus on this? It's not a knock. I'm not criticizing government. I'm saying if you want real efficiency and real results, you look to organizations in the private sector that do it the best instead of looking to government entities. And if you look at the states that are becoming more and more successful, look at the millionaires and billionaires. As a matter of fact, one of the stories on the economy is how Paradise Valley, Arizona has been attracting some of the wealthiest people around the country. It is because of our beauty in Paradise Valley, the valley itself, but Paradise Valley is a beautiful little town and it also attracts very wealthy people with the houses that are there. We've got the climate, we've got the atmosphere, we have restaurants and things to do, we have the climate for business where the barons of business can come here and realize running their business here is going to be a lot less oppressive and a lot less in tax, you know, a lot less in taxes to come here. We have got to start looking at that everywhere. And when the federal government should be following that lead, that's just my personal opinion. All right, Gatos joins me in a moment. It's we do it every day. It's called the BQ poll question. So stick around. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. Oh, I've got a doozy for you, my friend. Really? Okay, I'm looking forward to that. So I saw it on Axios last night. Okay. You know, I was trying to figure out, well, what's the Gatos Q going to be? And I, I was reading an article on Axios, and my eyeballs fell onto the floor. All right. Like, literally. And, okay, so here it is. Per Axios, Arizona Republicans have a bill that would, and I'm quoting Axios, legalize the murder of undocumented immigrants. I saw the story. Okay. <laughs> who cross ranches that sit on the state's border with Mexico. Right. I think, A, this is horrific. Shame on them. B, this is great legislation. I... <laughs> So you're giggling, but why, why? So tell me why you're giggling. Because it's a little bit of a mischaracterization of what the bill is supposed to do. Okay, what, what's this about? Because it's it's about trespassing. Right? It is. It is about people. Okay. It is about your ability to keep people off of your property. And but what if someone the, steps on your property, you're going to put a, a bullet hole in oh. them. That's why not. I think it's funny, and I don't think anybody's yeah. going to do that either. But it's just, okay, yeah. so uh, years ago, probably 15 years ago or so, uh, they changed the, the the laws in Arizona. It used to be if you if somebody broke into your house and you shot them, 
yes. that you had to prove you were in fear for your life. The law was changed to say that the state has to prove you were not. It's assumed if they break into your house, you're in fear for your life. So that piece of legislation was changed not so to legalize you shooting somebody. Right. It right. was to that make sure good. you were that was yeah. to make sure you were protected. But I, the headline: like If you're in my house and I don't know you, right. my life is in danger. Right. I, yeah. I, it's assumed that I believe my life's in danger. Okay, see, I, of course I can get behind that. This is not going to pass if they put it through. Hobbs is going to is going to veto it. Of course. But it's like, but but take it take it like a step further. Take it like, okay, this is your house. If right. someone walks onto your property, you can go and slit their throat. Get off my lawn. Right, <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it's it's and it's it really is geared towards ranchers who, by the way, and we've talked about this. Uh, it's awful. It is. They're dealing with things that are just horrific. I mean, have you been there? Have you been down there? Have you been have down, been to, down the border? To, a, uh, to to Oh, sure. I've been to the border. Absolutely. You know, with the ranchers. I mean, with some of the ranchers. No, they don't like me. Really? No, I don't know. I've never okay. been to a ranch. Saying, no, because um, I've been down to some of the properties down there, and it's tough. And they, you know, when they ride on their land, uh, they don't do it on horseback yeah. oh. anymore. It's on ATVs. They carry first aid kits. They carry gallons of water, and they carry rifles because Terrible. they don't know who they're going to encounter. And many times, Absolutely. they're the first. They're the first responders. They are the ones that are saving lives because they encounter yeah. people first. They get them first aid, and then they call in help. But it happens a I lot. Mean, We've talked to some people on the border who have had people in their kitchen for no yeah. reason. They just mm -hmm. walk into the house. Yeah. That's different. But if someone is walking across your ranch, <laughs> you don't have the right to shoot them. Across and the back Come on. 40. Arizona Republicans have to get their head out of their rear end on this. A but little target I'm, I'm practice. upset with the border, too. I'm furious. <laughs> but I'm not this furious. A little target practice on the back 40. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. How you you only you could make me laugh at that topic. That's yeah about right. about people trying yeah. to legally kill other people. Right. Oh, all right, Gato, it's great question. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> I'll see you. All right, that's Gatos and the Big Q poll question today is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Uh, coming up, we are going to talk with the Maricopa County Sheriff Russ Skinner. That happens momentarily.